and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. And I'm so glad that you're here today and back by popular demand by my husband, if for no other person. Um, I have my amazing and wonderful friend, Roxanne Parks, with me again today. If you have not heard the previous podcast that she's done with me, you should go back in the podcast feed and listen to them. My husband promises they're his favorite. I don't know why he decided that, but he did, because I love all of my guests, but he especially loves Roxanne, and Roxanne is very excited about him now. So uh, anyway, Roxanne is a health coach, uh, not a health coach, she's a life coach. Um, She's a speaker. She's an author. She is an all-around amazing woman of God who does great and powerful things and has been doing them for a long time. And we are going to talk today about some new adventures that Roxanne has going in her life right now. Uh, She's about to to, um, launch a new kind of event and she is about to publish a brand new book. And so we I'm just excited about both of those things. Uh, And so I just want to say welcome to the show, Roxanne. I'm super excited to be here. Melissa, it makes me cry just to hear (laughs) you say uh, what I know to be true, that he right now is my fire, and I am on fire for him. But actually, I'm humbled by it. Uh And I'm also humbled by your husband's uh, option and favor to even like the podcast. You know how it goes, Melissa. When you live with yourself all the time, you're not all that impressed. Right. So when God gives you some favor in the eyes of the other, it's just kind of humbling because our world is screaming to be loved and to be liked. And then when you're showered with unmerited uh, favor or love, it's just humbling, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. And, and it is. I'm telling you, he, if my husband ever speaks to anybody about my podcast, and he loves to promote, he's my best hype guy. You know, he <laughs> loves to promote my stuff, but he'll always say, start with the po- start with the podcast by Roxanne Parks. You're going to love that one. <laughs> well, I think it's because I'm, I've been a crazy mess of fire and fury and exhaustion and love, and then it get all bundled up into exhaustion and anxiety and depression and then it gets redeemed into such life-giving truth i want to scream from a mountaintop i just want to put out a precursor for all the listeners here (laughs) grab out your pens grab out your paper i know you're probably (laughs) listening to this while you're driving but do it again when you get home because roxanne is sure to drop five or six really gold nuggets from the lord in this podcast and you want to be able to write them down you want to be able to remember them they will revolutionize your life i promise may it be so so roxanne let's start out with a little fun this or that okay are you ready yeah are you an early bird or night owl night owl for sure for sure do you prefer burgers or pizza oh gosh um i like them both but i actually don't partake in both of them too often because i am on a health journey uh, I would probably go with a burger. A burger, okay. Coffee or tea? It used to be coffee, but now it's definitely tea. All right. Are you beach villa, cozy cabin? Oh, cozy cabin, because you know what? Sand is sticky. <laughs> and I I could do the beach villa as long as I never got in the sand, because I found out that I used to love sand when I was a kid, but as an adult, it just gets in all the places, you know. <laughs> and then it sticks. That's awesome. Uh, so one last one, uh, nice restaurant or street food? Oh, probably street food because I just, I'm not, I don't like to throw a lot of money into food. There's other things I'd probably rather spend my money with. And, you know, a street taco uh, from a little taco truck would be just fine with me. All right. Well, Roxanne, you are married. You're the mother of 
four kids, and you have a couple of grandkids. Oh, my second one's on the way. Due this June. All right, because it's the be- grandkids are the best. Yes. Because yes. we are women of a certain age. That's right. And uh, we love that. And we're empty nesters. And I just need to tell all you young women out there that I'm living the best of my life right now. I'm in the rest best of my life. And, uh, you know, we fear empty nesting because our kids will launch and leave. But I just want to say there's a lot of excitement and peace in that season because they actually launched and they left. <laughs> Hallelujah. And honestly, my husband and I speak of uh, our favorite days are the days we're living in. Yeah. And can that be in 2020 and 2021? We literally have been saying our favorite days are the days we're living in. It has nothing to do with the news. Right. It has nothing to do with circumstances. It has nothing to do with our people that are launched and have left, whether they call home or not. It has everything to do that we have made a intentional choice to tether our peace and mind to the heart and character and faithfulness of God. Yeah. And he has become so apparently and clearly faithful because he's shaking our world, Melissa, as you know. Oh, my gosh. And he says, I'll do some shakings. And you know why I believe he does shakings? It's because he wants people to find their solid ground, and it is not in the world and in the news and in people and in events or circumstances because, you know, we can't watch the Thunder game like we used to watch the Thunder game here in Oklahoma. Right. So it's not in events. And so I think this shaking that I watch him doing uh, has also reshaken my own heart and it's just clarified where my solid ground is. Write that down, folks. Yeah, well, it's in the, your solid ground is in the promise of God, the faithfulness of God, and the character of God, and He is trustworthy. He that, is. That, that gives you hope every morning uh, that when you get to rise in the newness of life and His mercies that are given to you that day, you have every right to live an excited, hopeful day. I'm just telling you, I just believe that, that the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life because I'm just going to choose to believe that because why not? Stephen and I decided uh, probably a couple uh, about a year and a half ago to start declaring that we were living the dream. Yeah, right. And we're living the dream. That's right, because you've declared it to be so. Yeah. And every day you get up, you look for the wow, you look for the wonder, you look for God, you look for wholeness. Uh-huh. And honestly, since you and I have learned that he's always lovingly peeling the layers of the onion through pain. <laughs> Onions and, make you cry, folks. <laughs> I know, but you know that pain, you not learned that oh. pain has brought purpose mm-hmm. and the miseries in our life have brought ministry. And so now instead of fighting him, I think we yield to him. Yeah, for and sure. And so have your will your way, Lord, in us. You and I have been talking about that this morning. Yeah. Your will, your way, whatever you have to do. Uh, I think, Melissa, the fact that your heart is to be a lifelong learner and to let God continue to teach you, and that humility is is a place of power. It is. It, you know, it, it, it's like I, I guess I've lived long enough now to know that, like, we're going to come to the end of this, whatever this is, right? Like, it's we're, my favorite scripture. And it came to pass. Like, it didn't come to stay. It came to pass. Life's a journey. Just keep moving. It came and, to pass. And so, um, and we're going to come to the end of this particular thing that, we're, that we think is life-ending at the moment. I promise you, it's probably not. And you're going to come to the end of it. And at the other side of it, you'll be able to tell your story. It won't hurt. And you'll be healed. And God will use it for his glory. And I think we're in a place where we've learned that. I love that. Yeah, the things we're living in will be passing. They will. Yeah. They'll come to pass. There's only one thing that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises, his words, and his character. And who he oh, is. Absolutely. Goodness. So you said something a while ago that sparked something I'd love for us to talk about. And that is a new event that you're doing called Rise Up. I love it. it Tell is, us about no, it. I am so on fire for this event. It's called Rise Up. Your time is now. 
I mean, if there's ever a time, it is now. Yesterday's over. The milk has spilt. He is a redeemer and a restorer of all the locusts have eaten. As your podcast says, he, he doesn't, doesn't waste, waste a thing. thing. Let's repeat that. He, he doesn't, doesn't waste, waste a thing. thing. That's right. That's right. You and I talked this morning about even our tears he holds in a bottle. Yeah. Because he cares about, if he cares about our tears and the number of hairs on our head, then he's into the details of our life. Yeah. And if you could truly believe that he is in the details, whether it's in the White House or your house, right? he's in the details. And you know what? He's trustworthy. And when I read in the scriptures of places that there was mobs or there was chaos or there was fighting, and then I saw God's redemptive work, I'm like, okay, here we go again in our world today. And so he is about a good work. He is. And I'm tethering myself to that hope yeah. so you can get up every day excited. And anyway, this Rise Up event, we are trying to help people come for this one-day coaching event. Our first event is going to be April 10th in the Dallas, Texas area. You can get more information on, on my website. But it's really a kind of a catalytic event to help people decide to kind of redeem their past, identify their present, and really powerfully make a plan to step in the future as quick as you can in one day. And it's kind of a segue into my four-day event out at the ranch, as it be, the deeper intensive that we do. Because honestly, I just think we all need a little encouragement and a little help to start taking the small steps to a eating the big elephant of our, mm -hmm. of, our next plan, of our next steps. And I just want to encourage people to identify who they are, who they aren't, what they have, what they don't have. The past is spilt milk, but it's a lesson, opportunity, mistakes can teach us so much if we will only but learn. Mm -hmm. And then God's, since he's a redeemer and a restorer and he brings beauty from ashes, then I just say let, let's get on to the redeeming work and let's get on to the greater glory and then let's take baby steps into our future. I'm so excited about this event. Sometimes it's hard to sleep. Melissa, haven't you birthed things that you can get so excited about you can hardly sleep? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we, we've been talking about God's putting books in your brain, and he's putting this event in my brain, and I can hardly sleep on this. Rise up, friends. Your time is now. And I think it's really powerful because I think so many people live in the some days. They live in the I'll be happy when. You're right. And, and we're in the I'll be happy when, but we forget that we're like, no, this is the day the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. I choose as an act of my will. I get the privilege and the honor of being glad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we waste today waiting for the some days. And what you're focusing on is the time is now. Right, right. I don't know. There's so many people in our world fighting with anxiety, depression, and hopelessness. And I don't know how well that's serving them, but I just think we do have a choice. And I do, I do believe we can't blame away our lives. We can't blame away our choices. We do have a choice. And uh, I, I, honestly, depression, anxiety, and those things knock at everybody's door. Yeah. I just don't answer that door because when he gives me the choice of gr a grateful heart yeah. or the choice of, of a new sunrise, I, I just, like, uh, duh, <laughs> duh, choosing to see him in every day and honor him and trust him or choosing anxiety, I, I just don't, I don't know how people can handle that world because I just don't do well when I'm 
in the depressed anxiety world and I do well in the walking in a restful peaceful heart world that trusts a holy good father who's been faithful and always will be he's sovereign and 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 it's not that you haven't had the opportunity to experience anxiety and depression I've come to the place in my life where it is exhausting Yes. Like, I understand why people who are depressed don't have the energy to get out of bed. That's right. Like, a 30-minute encounter of unrest, strife, whatever, makes me exhausted for 24. Like, I just don't have the band. I don't have the, like, I can't do I that. Know. And I, I, my heart breaks for people who walk through that every I know, day. I know. I know. And I'm just like, so whose choice is is it on how we live each day? Whose choice is it on how my day turns out? Can I blame it on my mother? Can I blame it on the news? I think we blame let's, everything on the Yeah, mothers. let's just blame it on the president. Yeah. Let's blame it on our neighbor. Yeah. At some point, the buck stops in my house, in my chair, with how I'm going to choose to walk in that day. And I, I'm, I'm with you, Melissa. I've got, gotten exhausted. And, yeah. uh, I've gotten exhausted by depression and anxiety and hopelessness. And I decide to walk in the fullness and the joy that is my birthright as a Christian believer because I'm going to live from his power instead of living for him on my uh, exhausting performance treadmill. Yeah. So I want to ask a question then. What would you say to the person who says that I can't, I, I don't know how to get out of the place I'm in. I, I want to be happy, but I can't find a path to happy. I, what do you say to those people? Because I mean, like that's that's a real life question that, that people say. Like I like you think I want to be depressed. You think I want to live in anxiety. Of course, I don't want to do that. But I don't know how not to. Oh my gosh! I just got off the phone with a life coaching client, and she was in a place of a, that was felt like a real dead end to her. And we talked about the scripture in Zechariah where it says, "Not by power nor by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord." And I think we spend our lives trying harder and mm -hmm. trying harder and then trying harder again. And we're going to juggle and juggle and juggle. I've run on the performance treadmill a lot of miles in my life. I know you have too. Oh, for sure. And then I just keep trying harder. And I told this lady, quit trying harder and die faster. <laughs> and she says, what? I'm like, die to your control freak needing to try harder. Yeah. I said, if you will surrender, the scripture in Zechariah says, it will never be by your power nor by your might. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. It will only be by the Spirit of the Lord. So the question for me was, how fast can I get off the throne of my life and my day? Right. And so sometimes in the Lord, I'm like, I say, oh, Lord, save me from myself. I mean, I want your power. I just happen to be in your way because I've got all these opinions of importance. And so then I jump forward in front of the Lord saying, come on, Lord, let's go. Let's go. Look at how important I am. Look at my schedule. Look at all my opinions. And the truth of it is, you know what? He wants to indwell and infill a dead body that needs his lordship. And he's, he's capable. He is. He is capable. And you know what I learned in experiencing God when I read it the third time several years ago is that God is always working. Mm-hmm. He's a good, good father, and he is always working. And the question is, I felt like I was, I was doing all the work, and they're like, he invites us to join him in his work as an elbow or a knuckle or a shoulder or a foot, whatever part of the body of Christ you are gifted in. He invites us to join him, but he doesn't tell us we have to do it. No. And I was doing the work, you know, all the th good things we think we're doing for God. Mm -hmm. 
And he was just like, stop it. Kind of like when I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm so done. I'm done to the done diddly, done, done, done. I'm at the end of my rope. And I think he said, are you sure you're done? Because <laughs> I've been Roxanne, waiting for this day. That's right. Roxanne, you, you act like and say like you're done. And then you pick it up and run. You don't know how to wait on me and wait on my power. Mm -hmm. And that is all birthed out of intimacy and trust. And it's in the secret place. And it's the safest place. And it's now the only place I trust. Yeah. I mean, I love my husband. You know, you and I yeah. are married to great guys. And we just celebrated our 35-year anniversary yesterday. So I love my husband. But 100% of the people in my life fail and forsake me at yeah. some point or other. Yeah. And now that I know that they will because they're human, and there's only one true secret place and one true safe place, and I want to hide in, under the shield of, and in that place of the Almighty. And then I, I walk out in power because, you know, you, you become what you behold. And when you, you're beholden in this secret place to this power, then you can live from a power that's not yours. So the lady, back to the question, the lady who said, I don't know how to do it. I would challenge her to really be honest with God that she's been in the way because she's been trying. Right. She's been trying with her effort. She's been trying with her might. She's been trying with her strength. And actually, it's all run out. And then she has to say to the Lord, I'm done trying. And he's probably going to say, are you sure you're done trying? Yeah. And then you're going to have to ask him. You know, he says, if you ask not, you get not. So we have to ask him for greater territory, greater revelation, greater wisdom. So then not only do you have to die to yourself and all the trying, but then you have to ask for his power. And he's a God, we, upon his, the good news is, upon his death and resurrection, we received all of it. We didn't receive part of it. Right, right. We got all of it. Sure. And so the truth of it is, we just have to accept the gift of the power. We have to ask for it. It's 100% God to change us, but it's 100% us to invite him to do so. And, and you know what? It's so funny because I got liberated. I got 100% liberated when I realized God didn't need me to do anything. <laughs> In that freedom. Like, he doesn't need me to do anything. That's right. He can use a rock. He can use a donkey. That's he right. He did already. That's right. I'm like, uh, he can lead people to himself he can without use me. A rock and a donkey. He 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 can use a he can use anything he wants to. Yeah. And and he doesn't really need me to do anything. No. Every day is go to work with Dad Day. I love it. Right. Like I we just it. get to go with Preach him. It. We just get to go and hang out with him. Right. 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 And you know I I remember when he gave me this revelation. He said, you know, do you remember when your kids were little and they sat on your lap and they thought they were driving the car? <laughs> He's like, that's really what it's like to live with me. Like, you get all the fun of thinking you're driving the car, and I'm taking care of everything. He, I don't need you to do anything. I just need you to come. But it's Sit more fun for me if you come along for the journey. Yeah. And and I thought about And I thought, you know, when my kids were growing up and I was teaching them to clean their room, the truth is I could have cleaned their room twice as fast, much better, and wouldn't have had near the hassle it took me to try to teach them to clean their room. And God said, don't you think I feel that way every day? Like, I could do everything that you do uh, twice as well, three times as fast. Like, I don't need you to do anything. I called you to be with me. I called you to be with me, not do for me. There you go. And we get, like, I'm a doer. I'm we a doer. We get caught in the doing instead I'm of the doer. being. I'm a doer. And, you know, it's I'm a doer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. Well, come on, give me a break, y'all. God doesn't need us to do anything. 
He wants us to be with him. He just, the number one call of God on every person on the planet is to be with the Father. That's right. It's relationship. It's the only thing. It's relationship. And when we everything else is when gravy. we become dead to ourselves, we become alive in Him, and then the relationship is like a wowzer, a yeah. power. Yeah. And then you get shocked, going, "I didn't do any of this, but God did more than I could hope or imagine." And Melissa, God has put you in a powerful place. It seems like you would just overflow with ideas and truth and power nuggets. And the truth of it is, I just think you're, you sit in the lap of the Father and he's downloading. He, you know, I do believe he gives us divine mm -hmm. downloads. For sure. Uh, when we're in the secret place and when our trust is in him and him alone. Actually, the dying to live is a freedom that I believe we all want. Yeah. But we have to die in order to live. It's the dying and the crucifixion of of self and selfishness and control freakness and all importance so that he can be your whole purpose and importance. And you know, and I know that he gives us back more than we can hope or imagine. It's, oh, for the sure. The exchange is a, is a really good deal for yeah, us. It's a real, we get the best of that deal for sure. He gets, we get all of his greatness, all of his glory, and he gets our sorry self. And it's, <laughs> it's a trade that he is willing to make. He's willing to make that trade so passionately yeah. that he sent Jesus to die for us. I, is that I love the, what, great one, exchange. one of my favorite scriptures is the Bible says that for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. Like you are the joy. Wow. You are the joy that was set before Jesus. Yeah. Wow. And that beautiful relationship with him caused him to do something wow. that was excruciatingly horrible, but he did it because he knew at the end, we, we were the carrot at the end we of the stick the for him. We were the joy set before him. <laughs> we, were, we were the yeah, carrot at the end yeah, of the stick for him. Can we just not all step into that? Why yeah. Is, why is that so easy to discuss and so hard to live? I don't know. I don't know. But I think people should come to the Arise event. And the Rise get, Up. The Rise Up rise event. Up. Okay, well, you know what? Well, that just fires me up for the other reason we're here, and that is the new book. Which... We are going to talk about on podcast number two. So we're just going to, we're going to, you're going to get a whole nother podcast with Roxanne. So there'll be another, another whole time of you to hear that. Cause I want to, I want to focus a little bit just for, we only have, we really only Negative have a, 20 minutes. A, a few, a few <laughs> more minutes here to tie this one up. But so rise up is not, is it not a one-time thing? Is it going to be a one-time thing? It's a one day coaching event. Uh -huh. uh, that's going to catalyze and start them. Uh, we do have a four-day coaching event that I, I tell you, you know, Jesus went into the wilderness uh, to hear and fellowship with his Father. And uh, I don't think we turn off the noises as, enough and go into the wilderness ourselves and turn them off like more than for a minute or a second or an hour or a weekend. And so this is a four-day event, and it's really uh, such an invitation. I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I can't even speak about these events. They're called Deeper and I've done like, you know, eight or ten of these events. And I never find that I, I never find I get at the end of knowing God. That our God is so inexhaustible. Yeah. That there's always layers that you can go deeper. So I keep going back. Of course, I go back as I lead him. But it's so funny. He gives me revelation. I don't know. I think I could just spend my whole life going deeper with the Lord and never, never get to the end. It's a sweet, beautiful thing. It is. And it, there's just something so incredibly beautiful about this love relationship with the Father. Yes. Like, I, I tell Steve this all the time, like, I love you, brother, but I love God so much more than I love, I mean, like, he's, like, content to live in second place, you know, like, he knows, isn't that right? he knows, That's he's so never, good. he's never gonna, he's never gonna get there, and, so and he tells people all the time, like, my wife loves me, but she just loves God way more than she loves me, and I would sacrifice my time with Steve for my time with the Father, and it, and you know what, 
The good news is when I choose to do that, Steve gets the best version of me. I know he and, does. And going deeper and deeper. And every time you think, um, man, I just discovered this great revelation from the Word. And you go back tomorrow and there's another great revelation I know, I from know, the Word. I know. It's endless. It, it is. And it's, it's, it's the endless. most fun journey I've ever been I on know. in my life. It's me too, it, uh, Melissa, because he's eternal and he's inexhaustible and he's really unfathomable and how exciting that he invites us in. If I could, if I, my, my, I think my goal in life now uh, at this stage of my life is to inspire people to understand and to have some kind of inspiration to go deeper and to to th- thirst and hunger and and just you know I have this insatiable heart hunger for the Lord and my greatest experience is the fact that he has an insatiable heart hunger for me right. like he is more delighted in delighting me That's than right. I can ever begin I to imagine and that. and I just am so excited about that so hey we've come to the end of the first podcast because I can never do just a podcast Woo-hoo. with Roxanne no, because so, there's just so both... much that happens and the and that's okay because people are going to be super happy about that so I want to end this podcast as I always do with my rapid fire questions not deep and theological just fun oh love it not I, deep and theological I don't remember if if any of these questions were asked on the last two Doesn't podcasts matter. we have We've but we'll answer them again then. right since then. so go to song for karaoke Gosh, go-to song. Oh, could it be something as old and simple as You Are My Sunshine? It could be. Okay, let's go All right. that one. Um, in, the, in the movie of Roxanne Parks, who plays you? Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, who played Sabrina uh, in the movie Sabrina? I've been, I mean, I'm a, I don't watch TV much, but back in the day I did, and I was a big Doris Day fan. I was a big Audrey Hepburn fan. Uh, and so I don't really follow a lot of uh, movie characters or TV characters, but those were oldies that I used to like. What is one talent you wish you had? Um, one talent I wish I had. I, I wish I could sing well. Me too. Oh, yeah. me too. I, I, you know, I had this illusion that I could sing well until I heard myself on a recording, and I'm like, that is so off. And I said, sweetie, why didn't you tell me I'm off? He's like, well, you were really singing your heart out. <laughs> So that was so, that's been a very humbling scenario, and I wish I could sing well. Um, who's, teach, uh, who's teaching you the most about God right now? I'd probably say, um, you know, of course the, the canned answer is the Holy Spirit, but I'm doing a Bible study right now called um, um, Back to the Gospel. And um, he's talking about the power that is in the gospel that we do not live in. And that very often, a lot of us live in the get-out-of-jail-free card gospel. We know that Jesus died for us. We accept that. We call it our get-out-of-jail-free card, but we don't live in the power of it. It's teaching me a lot now, and I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name of the author. That's okay. But it's called, what's the name of it? Uh, Back to the Gospel. Back to the Gospel. Go go yeah. Google it. Find yeah. it yourself. Yeah. Do yeah. a little research, people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and this is, you'll have to do this twice because we're doing two podcasts. But, yeah. um, so, they, for the first answer is... If you could say one thing and one thing only to make Jesus famous, what would you say? Long pause, dramatic pause. Yeah, long dramatic pause. Um, He is more, much more than you think or hope or imagine, and he loves you more than you could think, hope, or imagine. Man, it's true. What if people really believe that? 
I know. It'd be life-changing. It would change their life It forever. would change their life, yeah. Roxanne, thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, once again, it's just my delight to have Roxanne. I think Roxanne and I could do a podcast every week and never run out of things to talk about. And uh, I don't know. That might be, I don't know. Whatever way. Thanks for you, the listener, who listened to our podcast. We hope that it's been something that has given you at least triggered a thought, a, a hope, uh, an adventure, a journey that you'd like to pursue. And uh, so if you would, this is the time that I have for, I ask for my trifecta of favors, uh, three little things that you can do to help me. First of all, it, maybe you're new, maybe you just discovered our podcast. And if you have, would you hit that subscribe button so that all of the episodes will be in your feed? Second, would you just take a little moment and give us a five-star rating on iTunes? Because that helps my podcast bubble to the top and helps people find it easier. And finally, the most important one is sharing this podcast with your friends. Sharing is caring, so share, 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 because other people need to experience Roxanne Parks. And so, thanks for joining me today, and, and uh, all of the information on how to contact Roxanne and stuff will be in the show notes, so take advantage of that, and until we meet again, remember, he doesn't waste a thing. <laughs>